All right, let's switch gears and go to the KRDO Newsline and visit with our very good friend, Carrie Kahn. And by the way, Kahn, every time I see your last name, I just want to go, Kahn! Like in Star Trek. You're not the first one. (laughs) (laughs) So I should do that as your intro in the near future. But anyway, there is a very (laughs) special event coming up on Thursday, November 9th, and it involves asking local men to be part of CASA. This is the Dudes and Brews event. Let's get into it. What is this, and how can men get involved in it? So Dudes and Brews is our male-specific volunteer recruitment event. It is going to be this Thursday at the Carter Payne, which is downtown, from 6 o'clock to 7.30. And we're inviting men from the community who might be interested in working with uh, boys who are in foster care. And they can come learn more about the volunteer role, see if it's a good fit for them. They can hear from existing male CASA volunteers. There's no pressure to sign up. You could just come learn the first beers on us and uh, come hang out and see what this nonprofit's all about. No doubt. Uh, lure them in by beer. <laughs> that'll, get, exactly. that'll get the guys out there. But th- seriously, this is this is so important, right? So when you have... Um, individuals like these young uh, people, they need, you know, sort of a male influence in their life in some, some cases. What, what, talk about the time investment. You know, there's a lot of guys out there that want to get involved in their community, but sometimes they just, they just don't know how to fit it into their schedule. What, what time, what does a time commitment look like when you recruit these types of people? So the first, I'd say the most intensive part of it is upfront because we have a two-week training process. Okay. We have a very thorough training. Um, it's usually like Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, um, and then repeat it Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, something like that. So after you get done with the training, though, you're sworn in by a judge and you become an officer of the court. And at that time, you're assigned a case with a child who has been removed from their home. And most of the time, they're placed in a foster care type of situation. Yeah. And after you have your case, I would say on average, you spend about three to five hours a week doing the actual volunteer advocacy. And the big, the big time commitment, though, is that we ask our volunteers who take cases to stay on the case for the duration of it, which could typically last about 18 months, because the last thing we want is for um, these trusted adults to come into these children's lives. And, and then, then abandon them. Realize they don't have time. Exactly. Because yeah. that's happened. I mean, that's happened to these kids already. So we don't. We don't want to contribute to that. Yeah. But if you can, you know, you're going to be living in town for eighteen to twenty-four months, then it's it's something that's doable to people from all walks of life. We have, you know, people that have full-time jobs and families of their own. Um, then we have retired people that have more time, but. A lot of people find a way to fit it in. What are what are some of the things that the that the guys do with the boys? You know, these 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 kids have experienced trauma, abuse in a lot of cases, neglect, right? They're they're high risk of yeah. repeating cycles of violence. And to have like a, a positive role model in their life as you're recruiting these men to, to be a part of these boys' lives. What what sort of activity? What what do they do? What can they you know do together? Like go out and play putt putt golf or go to a movie yeah. or what? What are some of the things that are asked of these sort of foster uh, men? Well, the so the volunteer role, like the specific job, is to advocate for the child's best interest. Mm-hmm. So they do spend a lot of time getting to know the kiddos, but they also do 
research on the child's life through, you know, the foster families, the biological families, the teachers, the therapists, et cetera. And then they, they take everything they learn and they make recommendations in court. Okay. But um, they do spend time with the, the boys and right. they, you know, they bring in their own interests and hobbies. Maybe there was a, a child that, that's always wanted to ride a bike. We had one CASA volunteer who would take his CASA boy out for mountain bike rides. So there's there's all kinds of ways to, to get involved and but, show them that you care. But it's not necessarily like a boys and girls club, right? So the, the so that's that's a different thing, right? So this is more that's being a, being an advocate for the for the boy to make sure he's okay going through these these different things. Yeah, these these kids when they're I mean they're when they're removed from their homes by the Department of Human Services the the purpose is to get them to a better place, a safer place, a more stable life. Right. Um and so the the purpose is good, but that doesn't mean it's not hard. So the the thing that these kids need the very most is a a person that they trust to stand in their corner and yeah. that that's what our cost of volunteers do. Oh, that's great. All right, so this um Dudes and Brews event it's going to be happening from six to seven thirty at the Carter Payne, um, yes, at, which is at three twenty South Weber Street in Colorado Springs. It's this Thursday, November 9th, from six to seven thirty. Where can people get more information, Carrie? At our website, casappr.org. Okay, very, very good. We're going to have you on many more times to talk about this. It's uh, so important. CASA is so awesome, and so are you, for that matter. So thanks for joining us, as always, and we'll look forward to talking many more times about the, the events and the things that are going on at CASA. Awesome. Thank you, Dan. It is our pleasure.